0: I've got the victory living inside of me. I got the great, I can't overcome. This ain't no time to turn back. No place to go back. I gotta keep pressing on till every battle is won. Good morning, class. Hi, I'm Keith Moore and we welcome you to Faith School. Faith School is the place where my spirit is fed, where my faith grows stronger and where I learn how to be an overcomer. The enemy is always trying to discourage us, always trying to wear us down, get us on the negative side of things and talking about what we don't know and what we don't have and what we can't do. And if you go down that path, it only gets darker. You only get more defeated. But the truth is, the scripture said that there's no temptation, there's no trial that's taken, uh, happened to man except uh, what's common. And God is faithful. He will always provide a way of escape. Always there's a way out. Say it out loud, class. There's a way out. There's a a, way out. Now, many times you can't see it, but that doesn't mean it's not there. God is faithful. That's what that scripture said. God is faithful. Go ahead and say that out loud. God God is is faithful. faithful. Faithful what? To always give us a way out, a way through, a way over, a way to victory. There's a way to victory. And the, the first step toward finding it is believing it's there, believing what the Lord said about it, believing we can get the answer. We can, we can find out what we need to do, what we need to change to get the desired results. It is possible. And even if something has been wrong and been bad for decades, it doesn't change the fact that God's will is victory. And that he has provided a way out. So let's believe God to find what we need to find. We, we, that's why we start out the, the class in faith saying we're getting fed. We're getting built up. We're, we're learning. We're growing. Learning how to be overcomers. Father, we, all of us here in the class and all over the world, we release faith uh, touching you, laying hold on your good things the answers we need right now. Give us this day our daily bread and show us the things that we need to see for now and we'll give you the praise, we'll give you the thanks always in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. If you would turn in the great textbook, the Bible, to Luke, the 17th chapter, we're continuing in our study of what we're calling faith for healing. And it is a study one by one of the individual accounts of healing and deliverance in the ministry of Jesus. Though there were thousands and thousands who were healed in his those just those few years of ministry, there are only about 20 where we're told some detail about who they were, what was wrong with them, how they received. And so we've been taking these, since these are handpicked by the Holy Spirit out of all these thousands they must be imported, and they must have the answers to all these things in them. So we're taking them one by one and uh, we began in uh, the first one with the healing of the leper and we've come all the way down now to the 18th individual uh, healing account and that's the healing of the 10 lepers. And so if you're just joining us uh, Uh, recently, and you haven't heard these previous 17 accounts, they're available online. You just go to faithschool.org, faithschool.org, and you can get all of them. You can uh, watch them one at a time, five at a time. Won't cost you anything, no charge. And uh, class, some of you were with us and I know the class changes up, but uh, would you suggest that they go back and hear some of these previous ones? Uh, they say yes. So uh, Luke, if you would, the 17th chapter, let's look at the healing of the ten lepers, beginning in verse 11. It says, It came to pass, as he, Jesus, went to Jerusalem, that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee, And as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said to them, Go, show yourselves to the priests. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God, and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answering said, Were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? There are not found that return to give glory to God, save this stranger. And he said to him, Arise, go your way. Your faith has made you whole. Hallelujah. Don't you like that phrase? Your faith has made you whole. You know, the Lord could have emphasized it any way that He so chose. He did it the right way. He could have said, uh, the, the power of God made you whole. He could have said, the anointing made you whole. He could have said, God made you whole. He could have said any number of things. Why did He say it like that? Because if the power of God was the only factor, then His power is able to do anything and it's everywhere right? Then these miracles would be happening everywhere. And if it was only, he could have said, uh, it was the will of God. Because of the will of God, you've been made whole. But if it was just because of the will of God, then it'd be happening all over again. No, the determining factor was the person's faith. This was a faith-initiated healing. The reason I say that is because some of these in our study are not faith initiated, they are Holy Spirit initiated, but the majority of the 20 are faith initiated. And you see those when Jesus would say, as you have believed, uh, be it done unto you, according to your faith, be it unto you. Your faith has saved you, your faith has healed you, your faith has made you whole. And the good news is, faith is the same today. It, it, it still exists. It's the same God kind of faith. It works the same way. And if their faith made them whole, your faith can make you whole. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Isn't that some of the best news you ever heard in your life? Said out loud. My faith, My faith can make me whole. Make me whole. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. See, that, and there's, that's no more a radical thing to say than to say your faith can save you. Is that a true statement or not? Yeah, the Bible said we're not saved by our own works. We're saved by grace through faith. And those who are saved, their faith initiated their reception of Jesus and what he has done for them. So faith has saved them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Faith has saved us. Now God still gets the glory for our faith. We couldn't have any faith if he hadn't allowed us to have some. And how did we get it from hearing his word? Right? It all comes back to him. But the choice uh, is ours. He doesn't force us to make that choice. And so just like we have chosen to believe and receive Jesus as Lord, you can choose and believe and choose to receive him as healer. Hallelujah. You you can believe and choose to receive him as baptizer in the Holy Spirit, as your provider, as your protector. Said out loud, Jesus, Jesus is my savior, my savior. My Redeemer. My redeemer. He's also, He's also my, healer. my healer. Hallelujah. Jesus is my healer. And you receive healing. Exactly, the same way you receive forgiveness. Yes. Mm-hmm. Exactly, same way. Exactly. All you got to do is reach up by faith. So let me let me back up a little bit. Is anybody in here? Could you raise a hand and say you've been forgiven? Yes. Huh? You, that means you received forgiveness. How'd you do it? How'd you do it? How did you receive forgiveness? Well, you did it by faith. Right. But but more in more detail, how did you do it? There had to come a point where you believed that it was God's will for you to be forgiven. You believed Jesus had paid the price for your mistakes and sins and given you forgiveness. And there had to come a point where you received it. Right? Yes. You, you accept it and you believe it and say, well, okay, if he said he's forgiven me, then I believe he has forgiven me. And you have that means you received it. You accepted it. Well, you can receive healing the same way. Yes. I said you can receive healing the same way. The, the same Jesus at the same cross. He took our infirmities. He bore our sicknesses. He carried our pains. So it must be his will. Must be His will for us to be healed. But at some point, you've got to receive it. You've got to say, okay, I see it. It is His will. He bought it. He paid for it. It belongs to me. He's given to me, given it to me. But when am I going to believe I'm forgiven? There's got to be a point. Somewhere you got, uh, because you'll see some people, they just keep begging and keep crying. Well, I just don't feel like he forgave me. Well, where did it say it was based on your, uh, your fickle emotions? No, no. If he said he forgave you, you need to believe what he said, regardless of how you feel. Right? Amen. Why are we talking about this? Well, when they cried out and said, Lord, have mercy on us. He gave them a word that was the answer to their request for mercy. He said, go show yourselves to the priest. Even though they might not have understood it initially, that's mercy. They asked for mercy, and the mercy they got was an instruction. The mercy they received was a command that would take faith to fulfill. And so uh, what happened? It said, go show yourself to the priest. And as it came to, pa- it came to pass, rather, That as they went, they were cleansed. We studied last week on this account about how that, you know, why did he say, go show yourself to the priest? Well, our first individual case of healing was the healing of an individual who was a leper also. And he told him the same thing after he had received his healing. uh, He said, Lord, I know you can heal me if you will. And the Lord said, I will be clean. And he was cleansed. And then the Lord told him, go to the priest and show and, and you know give the sacrifice. Uh, we read and found it was in Leviticus 13 and 14, those chapters, of what the law had said to do after a leper was healed. And so when he tells them, go show yourself to the priest, you would only go show yourself to the priest if you were healed. You're not supposed to show up. In this leprous condition, the only reason you would go and request an examination from the priest is because you're saying, I've been healed. And yet, they don't look healed. They don't feel healed. Can you see what we're talking about? When are you going to believe you're forgiven? There's got to come a point where you stop crying, you stop begging, you stop checking how you feel. Is that right? You stop asking other people what they think about it. There's got to come a point where based on what the Lord said to you, you, you accept it. I'm forgiven. He said I am. He said my sins and iniquities. He wouldn't remember anymore. So you receive that. You accept that. And at that point, as far as you're concerned, it's done. And you do that before you see or feel all the changes. Well, can you see that's exactly what happened here when he says, go show yourself to the priest. So I'm sure there was a momentary pause. (laughs) Why? Because you don't go show yourself to the priest and you're full of leprosy. That's, you're just going to get in trouble, right? You're going to get yelled at, you, you know, or worse. So you only go if you are healed. But why is the Lord telling them that? Is he telling them they're healed? <laughs> is he saying, is he in essence saying, you're loosed? You're free? You know, we, we saw in previous accounts, like the woman that had the spirit of infirmity, where he said, you are loosed from your infirmity. And he, he kept talking about that uh, loosing somebody from sickness was just like untying an animal loosing the donkey or, or, the, or the cow, and that uh, the Lord, the reason, 1 John 3, 8, that he came the, for this purpose was the Son of God, Son of Man manifest, manifested, that he might destroy or undo all the works of the devil. And so when he's saying, go show yourself to the priest, is he saying, you're healed? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, but they don't look healed. And they don't feel healed. See, this is the dilemma. Can you see this? This is the good fight of faith. Why is there a fight of faith? Because there are things telling you it's not so. It's not so. It's not so. Look in the mirror. Check your symptoms. It's not so. But you got to say, he said so. (laughs) He said so. He said so. And you you just got to, at some point, it's got to be done. Can you see that? When are we going to believe God has heard our prayer? When are we going to believe we're forgiven? If you're walking by sight, then it's always about what you see and what you feel. And you're always checking. And so people pray, please, God, heal me. Please, God, heal me. Please, please, please. You know I need it. I've got to have it. Please, 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 please. And then they go, nope. Didn't work. Didn't work. Oh, please, please, please. Now, it's not funny because people are in torment and vexed. But this goes on for decades. Decades. Begging and checking. Checking and begging. Well, when are you going to believe it's done? If you're walking by sight, you're never going to believe it's done until it's done. It's already done in the natural. Until you see it. Until you feel it. Then they'd go, yay, it's done. But it's too late for faith then. Faith is the evidence of things not seen. Faith believes it when it doesn't look like it. Well, why would you believe it when it doesn't look like it? Because of something he said. Right? Because of something he said. So they're not, they didn't just uh, decide among themselves, hey, let's go show ourselves to the priest. Right? Uh Uh-uh. No. Their faith is not based on nothing. Their their going to the priest is not based on a whim. They have a word. Come on, can you see that? And you need a word. It's not just acting randomly. Well, I, I just believe I'm, I'm just going to do this. No, you need to hear from Him. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the anointed word of the Christ. And so they had a, when they asked, have mercy on us, have mercy on us, their, their life is, is terrible. They've got this infectious uh, skin disease. Uh, the, the Greek word means scaly, so they're, they've got. Uh, sores and scabs and, and the loss of sensation and feeling. And one uh, verse described it as, as the flesh being half consumed and half dead. And so it's an awful situation. They can't be around their family. They can't do their job in their profession. And so they asked for mercy. They cried out for mercy. And their mercy came immediately in the form of a command that was going to take faith to accomplish. Can you see that? Wonder if it's still that way today. Yes, Yes, it is. Yes, it is. You cry, Lord, have mercy on me. Be ready for an instruction you didn't expect. (laughs) Prepare yourself because, it. you know, have you ever, you know, been going somewhere and maybe it's an interstate. I know I was in uh, uh, Dallas a while back. And they got, man, they got quite a road system. They got all these amazing interchanges. I mean, they got loops on top of loops. And if you, uh, you know, you're wanting to go uh, west, you're wanting to go west, and and the sign says, you know, take this exit to the east. (laughs) Right? And and it says, here's the exit. Even maybe your GPS is going, here's the exit. And you're like, "Uh uh-uh, I want to go that way. (laughs) I need to go that way. Yeah, but you got to go this way to get to that way. Right? Anybody know what I'm talking about? Because maybe you don't see it yet, but it's a loop. It turns into something else. And in just 30 seconds or a minute, you're going to be going that way. Well, that's the way it is with the Lord. Uh, He sees the big picture. And you're saying, I need to go this way. And And he'll say, okay, turn right. Huh? I need to go. Just what should you do? Just listen and trust. Just trust him. Do what He says, and the next thing you'll you, you realize, hey, I'm going the right way. How did I get here? He knew all along. But if you are you, you, you're, you know, stifling that and, and, and resisting that, I'm not going to do anything I can't understand first, and I, I, if I can't see it, I'm not going to say it's that way, well, then uh, you'll never make the turn that gets you to the place, that gets you the, to the direction. He said, go. Show yourself to the priest. There's ten of them. I'm sure they looked at each other. One of them said, I'm going. (laughs) The rest of them said, okay. All right. They got no reason to go in the natural. They got no reason. They don't look different. We know they don't because it said, when were they healed? As they went. Not before they went. Not before they went. So before they went, they're not feeling any healing. They got, the, they got the pain. They got the numbness. They got the terrible situation, hinders their walking and their movement and everything else. They don't look one bit better than before they heard the word. Hmm? You hear people say, well, I... I went to that, that, that service and I don't feel any better. <laughs> well, I, I read that chapter and I did that. I don't feel, come on now, you got to go all the way through. You got you to commit to this. And when he told them, go show yourself to the priest, it was only as they got into it and they continued in it. Come on, can you see that? Yes. And they're committed to going there. Even though everything looks like you've got no reason to go there, they're going there. Mm-hmm. Faith gets ready. Yes. Faith prepares for the fulfillment of God's Word. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody say, faith gets ready. Faith, gets ready. faith, prepares. faith prepares. I know years ago, we, uh, the Lord prompted us that uh, we should believe for some aviation in the ministry. We traveled all the time. And so we set our faith on a little, small little airplane, a propeller airplane. And that's, you know, that's where we're we're first starting out. And uh, the Lord prompted me after, uh, you know, we sowed some seed and we're making some confessions that uh, the Lord prompted me one day, well, are you ready to receive it if it came in today? Are you ready to receive it? Where would you put it? I thought, well, I don't know. Well, you, well, you can't park it at your house at the garage. You got to have a place to put it. And so uh, we're new to all these things. So Phyllis and I, we go. My wife, we drive around and we look and think, you know. And so uh, over the next course of the uh, of weeks, I finally I met a person and and had to believe God, of course. But one thing led to another, and we got a place. We got a place. And so. Uh, Uh, then the Lord prompted me again, well, where where would you put it? Uh, How would you move it around? And so I got a little thing to move it around and I measured where the tires would go and and I marked, you know, this tire goes here and this tire goes here and uh, and so I'm ready for it. Did you know it wasn't just a few weeks, it was sitting on the spot. (laughs) Say it out loud, faith gets ready. Faith Faith prepares. But see, unbelief says, well, we'll just wait and see if we, you know, I don't need it right now till it comes in. Well, see, you're not really expecting it to come in. You're a, if you're a wait and see, you're not a fully persuaded. Can you see this class? If you're a well, well, we'll just wait and see. We'll, we'll, we'll see what we see. If we see it, when we see it, well, you won't see it. That's not how it works. What did he say? Go, Go. show yourself to the priest. What did they do? All right. Why? Why? Can, can you put yourself in their shoes? There's no visible reason to do this. You don't look like it. You don't feel like it. Nobody wants to see you in this condition. They will fuss at you, they, they will come down on you for doing this. And yet, why am I doing it? One reason. One reason. I got a word. Come on, can you see that? The Lord told us to do it. That, that's it. That's it. You remember when uh, Peter and, and the guys loaned Jesus their boat to, uh, to preach off of. And then when he got through preaching, he said, come on, let's go fishing. And, and they said, look, we fished all night. And there's just no fish out here. He said, uh, no, come on, go. Uh, and, and so Peter said, well, We hadn't caught anything, nothing going on. But nevertheless, at your word. Oh, did you hear that phrase? At your word, I'll let down the net. And so uh, that is when he saw the miracle uh, of abundance just flow into. Somebody say, at your word. word. I'll I'll do it. See, no matter if it looks like it, feels like it. Even when you know Mary was visited by the angel and told that she would conceive. And she's like, "How am I going to conceive without a husband?" You know, with uh, and he said, the, "the the Holy Spirit is going to come over you, and, and you know the, the holy uh, thing will be conceived." And and what she say? "Be it unto me, according to your word." Hallelujah! Did she understand all that? No, no. People are still scratching their head about that. But you can believe. What you don't even understand. Right? It's a choice. Everybody said out loud. Be it unto me. Be unto me. According to your word Lord. Your word. Did you know he said you're healed? By his stripes you were healed. Did you know he said. He's delivered you from all the power of darkness. Amen. Is that right? Did you know he who, whom the son has set free. Is free indeed. Amen. Everybody said out loud. Be it unto me. Be it unto according, me. To your words. according to your words. I believe your words. I I receive your word. Be it unto me, it unto according, me. To according to what you said. Hallelujah. 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 Said out loud, His word, His word is, working is working mightily in me. In me. Your, word, Lord, your word, Lord, is working mightily, is working mightily in, me. in me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You want to say that the rest of the day when it comes up on your heart and mind, it's working in me. It's working powerfully in me. The Word of God's working mightily in me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And it is. It is. I sense it. You need to let us know. Send in testimonies. Let us know what God's doing for you so all of us can shout about it. When I say everybody's watching the broadcast can shout about it too. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Our time's up again for today. And as you can see, we just uh, introduced this again, a lot more to see. Come back tomorrow, here in Faith School. I've got a victory, living inside Thank you for joining us at Faith School. Class is dismissed for today, but you can watch this and other episodes of Faith School, free of charge, at faithschool.org. For more information, visit our website, or call us at 941 702 7390